Now, just just to finish up with, I've got a tiny, a little bit of preaching I want to do. Here. And this is in two, two Timothy two 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 two. Second Timothy two two. Here's all the Biblia. So when I finish, when I search it says here, and the things that you have heard in the presence of many witnesses and trust a reliable man who uh, are qualified to teach others. Now, let's look at the first. The first verse is very interesting. Be strong in the grace that you then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Now that word grace is divine favor. And what I'm saying is, as we push forward into the will of God, things will bend for us. People will yield to us. You, you remember, uh, uh, it, it says, um, every place that you put your foot, God told Joshua, I will give you. Amen. And then I read this in Exodus this morning, and I just thought it was great. I thought it was almost was was quite funny, really. When it it says this in in Exodus chapter. Uh, Exodus chapter three, verse seven. <coughs> And it says this, it says Exodus 3, 7, uh, the Lord said, I indeed have seen the misery of my people in Egypt, I've heard them, I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers and I'm concerned about their suffering. So I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land and into a good land, mm-hmm. into a spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And then it says this, the home of the Canaanites, the Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. So God is basically saying, I'm going to lead you into a land flowing with milk and honey. But the land was not empty. There was five nations that were sitting there in the land. And some of these were giants. And really that's, you know, we, we look out there and we look, you know, in my mind, 
I look out on the on the plains of the plain up to Strelcher and all around here between the mountains. And I believe this is our area that we're to ultimately spread here in Plovdiv as well. And at the moment people are into all different sorts of things. All the money is got all the bad people have got the money. But just in the same way that the children of Israel wherever they put their foot, God gave them. And all of these giants, they gave over their cities, they, they got killed, they just, the land was taken over. And that's where faith comes in, because faith says go. Step into the river Jordan and it stops flowing. Walk around the walls of Jericho and the walls fall down. But every time the children of Israel were doing something, they, could, they had to walk forward without being able to see any evidence whatsoever. And God is saying, being strong in this grace. And this is really saying, if God says it, it will happen. And things will get out of my way. You know, so, you know, whether it's a new church in Amman Machalau, Ajasan Machalau, some of the Muslim villages around Saidinania, buying buildings starting new businesses Marusia when God tells us to do it we go and do it you know when God has told me to do things in the past like the best thing the best thing is just to I, 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 I almost, I almost, I almost deliberately shoot my mouth off and get myself committed. What I've heard God, don't get me wrong, I've heard God. But I stood up in front of about 20 people and said, we're going to start a football team in Stolipanova. And if I knew how difficult that was, I wouldn't have probably said it. Because you immediately think of all, if you start analyzing it all, you, you end up by not doing anything. And, uh, but here, the next thing is this, the next thing is this, and the things that you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust them to reliable men who will be qualified to teach others. Now, one thing I've, I've noticed in, our, in the room amongst the uh, us guys is we begin to trust each other. 
And I've noticed that with many Romi families, the only people you really trust is your, your, your kids. Your wife. And everyone else is there. And uh, because, I don't know why that is. I suppose, I mean, it's probably like that in every country to an extent. But we can't go forward unless we actually trust each other. Because I cannot do all the work of the ministry myself. And I think one of the things that's blocking us or has blocked us is, is that, we, you know, Sashko, you've got to train more people. Sashka's got to train more people. Services got to train more people. Shagan, you've got to train more people. My dad used to tell me, he said, he said, Craig, this whole world ultimately works by, business works by trust. Eventually you've got to trust someone. I was working with Steph Cho last uh, summer. I gave him a thousand lever for Tim's house and he spent it and then I gave him two thousand levels and I mean, they just kept giving him finally I was going on holiday I wasn't around just to keep giving a thousand level here and two thousand level there I had to get seven thousand level and whack it down on the table <coughs> and I had to say I trust Steph Show because he could have now, trust builds. You don't just throw 7,000 ever in front of a total stranger. But we've got to develop trust in people. Sometimes they'll let us Jesus got let down badly by Judas and Peter. Even all the disciples ran away from him at the end. But they all came back again. And you know, we've got to train people up, we've got to send them out. You can't train people forever. Eventually you're going to say, off you go and do it. 
And if they, you know, you've got to allow them to make a mistake. And I just saying is that, you know, our, our own our own people that we're developing are very, very important. And the prayer that Jesus prayed is to pray, ask the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth workers into his harvest field. And this needs to be our prayer. In and um, <coughs> you know, I want to just say something about family art. Family is very, very important. You know, it's great that I can trust my daughter Gillian. She's becoming a great preacher and a great translator. Steph Cho obviously is helping you here in Shakira. Shenka. Stashka, you need to give Marusia more opportunity to speak every now again. I'm not joking, I'm telling you, Gloria Copeland, Gloria Copeland didn't speak a word for about 15 years. She said nothing. People would ask her just to say hi to the congregation. She God told Gloria to preach on healing. And she thought God only wanted her to preach like one meeting on healing. After that meeting, God told her I want you to preach every meeting once on healing. Той казал, където да отидеш с мъжа ти, аз искам една служба на всяко място ти да правиш за изцеление. And she's preached on healing now for 25 years. 25 години тя води службите за изцелителните служби на края на конференция. She's offered books. И стана написа много книги. And she's just half the ministry. И всъщност сега тя е половината от служението, е тя в Така че имаш още в тебе повече, отколкото даваш знам, че може би по традиция, според културата, жените не обичат да се обаждат в църквата. Това, което не е правилно, е жената да е извън контрол и да контролира мъжа си. Но жената трябва също да проповядва. Тя има и жените в църквата искат да чуят женския глас. Just read that one there, Matthew 9, 35 to 38. Матфей 
Тогава Исус обикаляше всички градове и села и получаваше синагогата им, проповядвайки благовестието на царството и изцеляваше всяка болест. А като видял множествата, смили се на тях, защото бяха отрудени и пръснати като овце. Които нямат овчар, тогава рече на учениците си, жертвата е изобилна, а работниците малко. Затова на жертвата да изпрати работниците на жертвата си. She must be. There must be. Yeah, it must be. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I can't. Yeah. Oh, it's Tim. Cheers. Okay, right. Now, what I want to say is this. Here we are. The, 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 uh, the laborers are few. Pray that the Lord of the, the, Lord of the harvest send forth workers into his harvest field. Uh, these workers are the folks that are helping us to get the job done. И тези работници са работниците, които Бог ми е дал в църквите да изградим и да ги изпратим да действат, да работят за Божията жертва. И последният вър, който искам да коментирам е в 2 Тимоти 3, и това е това. 2 Тимоти 2 Трети инчек върти стик. Съучаствай в страданията като добър воин Исус Христов. Никой служиш като воин не се заплита в житейски работи за благоди на този, който го е записал за воин. It says to endure hardship like a good soldier of Christ. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs because he wants to please his commanding officer. So I feel the Lord is just saying to us, there's grace to get the job done, there's favour that we've got in verse 1. First one talks about the favour. We've got to train others. The members of our own family are very good people to work with and then we've got to find other people to work with. We've got to trust the Lord. We've got to trust each other. And then we've got to endure hardship as a good soldier. You know, for me, a conference is a huge mental stress on myself. I would rather sit home and watch television. Because you are... It's like you you walk you're walking out on faith. What's going on in there? You know, you you are stepping out in faith and it's not comfortable. Чувствам ми се несигурно, неудобно, не е така комфортно. 
And the other thing is we need to be really ruthless. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. You know, I go, you know, we're careful with our money. We don't just throw our money around. We don't just we're very you know, we keep our money in wallets and we you know we put it in safes and we keep it in the bank. We're very careful with our money. We need to be careful with our time. Someone says to you, I can have a hundred lever, you say, no, I haven't got a hundred lever. But when, some, when someone says, have you got five hours? You need to say, I haven't got five hours. If God says, give five hours, that's fine. But we're talking about times when people are asking you for, for time and you shouldn't give them time. Because soldiers are focused. And they don't get involved in civilian affairs. And this year I've been invited to a conference in Germany and I didn't go. And, I go, and it's great in Germany, you sit around eating and go in a nice swimming pool. But I stayed, I stayed in my office and plopped in work all week. And we were invited to another conference down in Italy, again, which would have been a nice holiday. But I stayed behind and did this conference. Because I know that God said, don't waste your time, don't throw your time around. I shouldn't be just floating around the world, you know, bragging about what I'm doing for the Lord. I should be here working. And what the Lord is just saying to us in front of it is that war is not over yet. The war is not over. We've still got to fight until our last dying breath. We've got to fight this, be fighting this fight of faith. We can have a good conference and we can all pat ourselves on the back and we can say, well, we've done really good and we can relax. But we need to we need to move forward. 